0: Everybody, and welcome back to Time Out with the Tories. I'm your host, Nick Turi. I hope you all had a great Labor Day weekend. We took a little time away from the podcast, but we're back and we're ready. Week three is on the horizon. I'll quickly to re- recap week two, I rolled up my top 10 on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at NBT underscore hoops 42. I put up my top 10 in our coverage area at Michigan Sports Radio, which is a majority of West Michigan, okay conference. Lakes 8, West Michigan Conference, both the CSAs anybody we talk about on this podcast uh, is, is eligible for voting. I went with Grand Rapids Catholic Central as number one, Rockford as number two, Unity Christian as number three, Mona Shores as number four, Caledonia at five, Oak Ridge at six, Spring Lake at seven, Zealand East at eight, Forest Hill Central at nine, Muskegon at ten. Uh, other teams I considered, Granville, Tri-County, West Catholic, Coopersville, Hastings, Central Montcalm, and Byron Center. I think it's still early, and I think that you've got to base that on performance, especially at the high school level. So many moving parts, so many things week to week are different. Uh, I didn't look at all that preseason hype. This is what you've done for me uh, through eight quarters of football, and in some of these cases only four quarters of football. Um, And I really think Grand Rapids Catholic Central is is playing like the best team in the area uh, without a doubt at this point, but a long way to go. And we start week three. And uh, we'll start right away. We'll dive in to uh, the, the CSAA Gold. And first game, we've got Big Rapids. They'll take on Nuego. Uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. So Big Rapids is 1-1. One and one. They take on Nuego, who is 0-2. Uh, Big Rapids loses to Coopersville in the first week. They were down 42-7, scored 23 unanswered. They kind of keep that offensive momentum going last week. They lose to, or they defeat Fremont 40-13. Nuego, on the other hand, kind of a backward slide. So they were down. They were up 19-0 at halftime against Kent City in their opener. They lose 20-19. And on the other side, last week fell behind early against Central Montcalm. They lose that game 29-13. So Lions looking for their first win this year. Uh, against Big Rapids. I'm going to take Big Rapids to win this ball game. I really like Will Strickler and uh, Jamari Strickland. I-, I think they're great players. It's a great offensive duo with those two going at it. But on the same side, New has got their own and Remy Wells and Remy Grachick. Uh So it's a fun little quarterback-receiver duo, uh, but you got to give the edge to the Cardinals here. They've played pretty well in both games this season. Game number two, Grant versus Chippewa Hills. A pair of teams looking for their first win and, frankly, their first sense of anything. Uh, Grant 0-2, they lose their opener to Comstock Park 55-6. They got shut out last week by Ridge City 28-0. Chip, on the other hand, they lost their opener to Gladwin 56-0. They finally scored last week, losing to Tri-County 46-7. This is just really one of those games that you just get in conference play against you know, two teams that, frankly, are struggling. This could be both teams' chance to get any sort of win. And I think I'm going to go with Chippewa Hills here. I really do think um, th- they've got the advantage. I like Logan Davis, their quarterback. I think he's a pretty strong player. And, and they've played two pretty good teams. Gladwin has been really strong in the past couple seasons. And I think Tri-County is a contender in, in the CSAA Gold. And for those reasons, I've got to go with Chip here over the Tigers game three Fremont versus central motcom. We talked about the Hornets and their close game last week against Newego. End ended up being 29, 13 the week before they defeated Morley Stanwood, 28 to 14 Hornets are two and Oh Fremont. zero and two, uh, they lost to Ludington in week one and lost to big Rapids a week ago. I really like the central motcom team. Isaac Johnson is a great player in the backfield. Um, uh, he had a hundred rushing yards in both games so far you got to look at Caleb Crooks, their quarterback. I, I just really like this team, and they've been good the past couple of regular seasons, some tough playoff losses, and I think that continues with another strong regular season showing here uh, against the Packers and ultimately moving on to 3-0. I think this is one of three teams that can contend for this league title, uh, and they continue to make progress forward. And finally, the game of the week in the CSAA Gold pits Tri-County against Reed City. This one is going to be a doozy. Uh, These are probably my two favorites in this league. I think this is going to be a phenomenal game. And I'm not totally sure, you know, who is going to win this one. I think you could go either way. You can make a logical argument for both of these teams. The game is, uh, will be played at Reed City. So that, you know, gives a little advantage to the Coyotes. They're also, you know, kind of on a roll in this series against tri-county it's been rather lopsided lately they didn't play last year canceled due to covid but won by 30 won by 51 won by 48 won by 55 won by 43 i mean they haven't lost a game in this series since both teams have been in the csaa together i you know it's been one-sided the whole way uh it is a 10-2 all-time series in favor of reed city and the last time that Reed City lost in this series, you'd have to go all the way back to kind of the pre-existence of the, the league back when they were in the WWAC uh, East, the Western Waterways Conference in 2003. Tri-County won 41-15. But I think that changes this year. I like Tri-County. I like what they bring to the table. You talk about the experience on this team. Uh, you've got Trent Barronwald he's a great ball player. Uh, you've got Tyler Tompkins, Nate Lavelle, Tanner Smith. I mean, we could go through the list here. They return 18 starters. Zach Prinzer, um and, and it, it's time. I think coach Phil Butler's team is going to get over the hump and win that conference championship and it all starts here uh against the Coyotes of Reed City. We'll move on now to the CSAA Silver um, as you've seen here, we're kind of going conference clusters uh, throughout the rest of the season. We should be able to hold pretty close to that format with league play nearly across the board uh, the rest of the way. The CSAA Silver, we've got Kent City versus Lakeview. Kent City 1-1, one and one, a bit of a stunner last week. I did not see the loss coming uh, to heart last week. That one really caught me off guard. I did... Didn't think that they'd lose to the Pirates, but they do. They're 1-1. One one. Uh, they'll take on a Lakeview team that's 0-2. Lakeview lost 46-0 to Tri-County last week, 45-7 to Sagatuck. Kent City's got this one, I think, rather handedly. Uh, you, you talk about Lake, Lakeview's offensive struggles. Uh, they really have been struggling to get things going, and, and I'm not sure they can pick it up against a team like Kent City. Uh, the Eagles are traditionally a pretty strong team, especially uh, on the defensive end. And frankly, they're a pretty good offense team uh, as well. So, can they even keep up and score w- with this kind of team? Uh, that'd be a great, uh, great question to find out. But I think it's ultimately going to go rather handily for Lakeview. Uh, game number two in this league will pit Hesperia versus White Cloud. Uh, Hesperia, another team without a victory, zero and two. They lost to Manton, and they lost last week to. St. Louis, both 20- uh, 20, 20 and 21-point losses, so rather handily. Uh, First-year coach, David Smith, uh, he's building something out there in Hesperia. Last week, they were toe-to-toe with St. Louis. Ultimately, the Sharks pull away with a bunch of consecutive touchdowns late. Uh, White Cloud, on the other hand, is 2-0. and They got a four-foot win last week against Wyoming Lee, week before they beat Shelby. I don't know how you don't pick the Indians here uh, to, to win this game. I think it'll be close, but in the end, White Cloud should be your winner. And finally, in the CSAA Gold, we've got Holton versus Morley Stanwood, both uh, with with looking for something to prove. So Morley Stanwood last week they lost to Carson City Crystal forty to eight. The week before they lost to Central Montcalm by fourteen. So they're two and zero. On the flip side, Holton is one and one. Head coach Alex Smith got his first win last week. They defeated Coleman twenty eight to fourteen. That's another game some may view as a bit of an upset. Uh, I certainly thought that Coleman would win that game. I know I talked about that game with Mike Mikoff of M7 Sports last week, and I really thought that, you know, here's Holton's chance, but it was going to be tough against Coleman, and ultimately a really great game uh, played there by Austin Fowler of Holton, uh, Brett Hosmer, Rice Robbins. That that trio of players kind of spearheaded that attack, and they got a win, and I think that they'll continue here, and all of a sudden you're looking at a 2-1 Holton Red Devils team, Uh, as they should be able to take care of Morley Stanwood. Two games left in the 11-man circuit. First, we'll talk Interstate 8 football as the Hastings Saxons will travel over to Marshall for a showdown with the Red Hawks. I'll tell you what, I called the Freeland-Marshall game a couple years ago for Michigan Sports Radio, filling in for the legend Lou Gamelin. Marshall is a rowdy place. They love their football. Uh, The environment there is really fun. Um, It'll be a tough test for Hastings. Hastings is 2-0 so far, an impressive 30-6 win over Middleville. Last week, a great uh, held-off Harper Creek in a bit of a shutout, 38-35. And I'll tell you what, I really love T.J. Russell Uh, as a player. He's explosive. He makes plays. Uh, Last week, he scored uh, a handful of times. And it was a lot of fun to watch him make a lot of difference here. Uh, 264 yards and three touchdowns in last week's game. And ultimately, I think he makes a difference here as well in the win against Marshall. I, I'm calling for a victory here. Marshall, one and one, they defeated Gold Lake, but last week they could not get past Battle Creek Penfield, losing in a shootout 42-40. to 40. So I expect the points here to be at a, at a plenty. Uh, both teams have clearly showed that they can score, but I think the advantage goes to Hastings on the defense. Uh, they did shut down a bigger school in Middleville, uh and, and on offense I really like TJ Russell. I think he has to be uh the advantage and in the end I think you always give the edge to the team with the best player on the field and he in my opinion would be that person. Finally in the 11 Man circuit we're talking about the Homeschool Conference football the Grand Valley Christian Patriots. They won this past week uh after a bye week they, they bounced back after an opening season loss. And they defeat Middletown Christian 12 six. Their first win of the year. Coach Brian Schaefer's club is now one one. But it doesn't get any easier as uh, conference play continues. They'll travel to Aurora, Illinois, where they'll take on the Illinois Crusaders. Uh, the National Homeschool Football Tournament uh, puts out their weekly top 30 every week. Uh, Illinois Crusaders are ranked number eight, while well, Grand Valley Christian is ranked number 20. Uh, Illinois at two and zero will be an extremely tall task. And you've got to talk about the challenges in this league of making trips. Uh, you talk about from the home sc- field uh, of both teams, you're talking nearly a four-hour trip. Um, that's a long way to go for a football game, but I think that if Grand Valley Christian can shake that off, I really like their chances here to score with the pollsters, uh, would indicate as an upset. Lex Underhill has been a stud so far this year. He's got four total touchdowns, uh, three through the air, one with his legs. He had 250 yards passing two, uh, two games ago. And I'll tell you what, if you haven't watched that, a highlight of the bubble screen to Jay Sean Hughes in this week's game for a touchdown. Go on our article at Michigan Sports Radio. Find the Grand Valley Christian page and watch the video. The kids got speed. It was a lot of fun uh, to see him in action. Thanks for him uh, posting that, that video so we can take a look at it. I'm going to go with an upset here. Grand Valley Christian narrowly over, uh, oh, over the uh, Aurora group, and they're able to get a victory. So moving on to eight-man football now. We're talking about the Tri-River Conference. We have a handful of games in this league. First up, we've got Britton-Deerfield. They'll take on North Point Christian. Uh, Britton-Deerfield is a undefeated season so far. They're 2-0 first week. They got a forfeit win versus Lakeside Danbury. Uh, but last week, roared back versus Concord, 64-8. Nico Johnson, 200 yards. Nick Wayne, 119 yards. I mean, this team can just rush at will, it was extremely impressive. Um, I was blown away by their performance when when I saw the scores and I saw the stats. So a lot of fun here. And they go up against a North Point team that bounced back really well last week against Vandercook Lake. They took a tough Week One loss to Suttons Bay, but last week, 46 to 20. Uh, you look at a guy like Eric Bram, 126 yards. Tristan Pranger, 111 yards on the ground. Uh, I really like this game. I think it'd be a fun battle. I think you've got a ton of running here uh, for both teams. So last week, BD only passed for 68 yards. North Point passed for 10. Uh, all the rest of their offense was on the ground. So I think this is going to be a quick game. You know, ball moving, ball moving. you got to give the slight advantage to Britton Deerfield uh, just based on their dominance in last week's game. Another game in league play will be VanderCook Lake. They'll take on Maple Valley. Both teams looking for their first win. VanderCook Lake, 0-2, already given up 100 points this season, 54 to Menden in the first week, 46 last week to North Point. Uh, Maple Valley, meanwhile, 0-2 as well, uh, have only given up 91 points last week, giving up 61 in a frustrating loss to the Magi of Colon. I think the slight edge goes to the Jayhawks here. Um, You're talking long-term precedent. Maple Valley, uh, made it to the playoffs last year at four and four, but they lose some key pieces. Uh, last year, Vandercook Lake as well, four wins uh, in their season. So I'd be curious to see, you know, what both of these teams have. They've played some good teams early, uh, been challenged, been pushed, uh, but I think you got to give a slight edge to Vandercook Lake uh, in this ball game. Finally, a non-conference battle in the uh, in the conference. We've got Concord. They'll step out of league play to take on Brigman. Uh, Concord is 1-1. One one. After defeating Climax Scots in their opener, they lost to Britton Deerfield pretty bad last week. Uh, they'll take on a Brigman team that's 2-0. and oh. The Bees defeated Fenville 60-8, New Buffalo 55-14. And that offensive dominance is why I will give Brigman the advantage here. Uh, Brigman won seven games last year, eight games the year before. Only two total losses. Uh, they're a reigning state champion. They won the eight-man-zero division final. Remember last year, the MHSA allowed teams that were too big for the playoffs to host their own eight-man playoffs. Um, And then at zero man uh, division zero, Br- Brigman captured the title. I think this is a great football program. Um, They've had some success in the 11-man circuit before, and ultimately, I think that they're able to continue here. And already 115 points in two games. I know that Fenville uh, has been struggling this year. Uh, And New Buffalo as well. Not quite off to the start that they expected. But that's an impressive offensive run. Uh, Concord, meanwhile, struggled a little bit more. Only 32 points. They've already given up 84. You saw the damage that Britton Deerfield could do last week. Final game of the weekend. We've got the Martin Clippers. They are 2-0. They'll take on Goebbels. Uh, Goebbels, the Tigers, 1-1. So Goebbels defeated Lake Michigan Catholic in their opener 66-6. Last week lost to Marcellus 47-12. On the flip side, Martin defeated Tri-Unity 54-0 and Fenville 64-12. I'll tell you what, this is not an official mark due to forfeit loss last year, but if you just look at games on the field, uh, Martin has not lost an eight-man regular season game yet. They've only lost two games both in the playoffs to eventual state champions. They have not lost a regular season game. Now this is their third year in eight-man football, and that's not happening this week. Um, Their offense is rolling. I think they're a tremendous ball club, already 118 points. They've only given up 12, so their defense is stout as well. I think Brad Blauvelt's club's really got something going here. Um, You look at just able to run the ball at will. 592 yards of offense last week versus Fenville, 477 on the ground. Braden Shanley, J.R. Hildebrand, Carter Rivel, all over 120 yards. Uh, Hildebrand is playing quarterback. He had three rushing touchdowns last week. He also threw for 115 yards and two touchdowns. So five total touchdowns. He stepped into that QB role and played tremendously. I expect them to get another win this year, and or this week, rather, versus Goebbels. And I tell you what, when you look at the Southwest Michigan Eight-man league one. This is the uh, a conference game for both teams. Uh, Martin and Goebbels. You've got to look instantly to Menden and Martin as the two favorites. Of course, Menden is in their first season in eight-man, a state power that hasn't lost. You know, missed the playoffs since two thousand six, and before that, it was nineteen ninety eight. They've missed one playoff game, one two playoffs in my entire life as a nineteen ninety seven kid. Uh, so that's remarkable, and you know, just a state power. And those two teams, I think are set to take place Uh, they'll go head to head in a huge game in October 8th I don't expect either team will lose before that point so it'll be a lot of fun to track so that's all for tonight Uh, this is probably the longest episode of the week in terms of games covered we got through 13 of them Uh, tomorrow is the OK Blue the OK Gold and the OK Silver we've got 12 games for your enjoyment so for Zach Toury in the studio I'm Nick Toury thank you as always for listening to time out with the Tories.